0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode numero uno. I hate myself for saying that. Of Loveless in Los Angeles. I have no idea what I'm doing, so thank you for bearing with me as I figure it out. You know, ironically, for someone who just started a podcast all about it, I actually hate dating. There's this pressure to like the person back romantically right away that I just cannot deal with. I would much rather have like a casual hangout or get to know the person as a friend without literally being asked out or having to call it a date. So the other day someone I had already met briefly who wasn't necessarily my type asked me out for coffee and although I knew what his intentions probably were he did seem like a nice guy and he made it so casual I felt like we could at least be friends. And who knows, maybe he would surprise me with his personality and we'd fall in love and drive off into the sunset, if that's how we even say that. But I loved his approach. If any men out there are listening, why do you not do this more? Why do so many of you just approach girls and say, hey, are you single? What's your number? Wanna go out? That's terrifying. Like, hold on, excuse me. Hello, what is your name? What is your net worth? How many followers do you have on social media? You know, how is this beneficial to me? Like everyone else out here in LA, I'm just trying to make it. And I need to know this valuable information first to know if you're even worth my time. Just kidding, guys. But I will say right now, though, if you're overly sensitive, tune out now. But seriously, being asked out like that is so uncomfortable. I hate the notion that if you find someone attractive right off the bat, you just want to get in some sort of relationship with them. You know, Ted Bundy was pretty hot. And had he asked me out... I probably would have said yes, and that wouldn't have ended well for me. So everyone chill the fuck out. Get to know the person a little casually before jumping the gun. Attractive people are usually the worst. Except for me, obviously. (laughs) I wish you could see me flipping my hair right now. Anyway, that's why I never liked dating apps. They seem like such a superficial way to pick your next victim. I mean husband, based solely on looks when, especially in LA, there's probably no substance to their personalities. I want to get to know someone as a person before even thinking about committing to a three-course meal alone with them. Have you not seen the meme that says the reason your relationships don't work out is because there was no friendship first? People just love the idea of love, sex, and companionship more than the person actually sitting across the table. Because once the spark is gone, you realize they're really shitty or really boring. So tip number one, stop asking Sorry, my dog really wants to be part of this podcast. He's such an attention whore. We're a great fit. Um, So tip number one, stop asking people out just because they're hot. Tip number two, hot people, please find something else to offer. Seriously, why is every hot person so fucking boring? You've relied on your looks your whole life, but guess what? Even if it's due to plastic surgery, severe eating disorders, or way too much time spent at Equinox, so is everyone else in LA. Okay, aggressive. Rant over. Sorry. So back to why I hated dating apps they're superficial. Let's just say, let's call it like we see it. By now, you can probably tell I'm not much of a hopeless romantic, but I always thought that if anyone were to ever be willing to put up with all my bullshit, I'd meet him organically and not by forcing a relationship with someone whose picture I liked on an app, only to be totally disappointed when I met him in person. By the way, 5'11s are usually 5'8s in real life. I'm a picky bitch and it always feels like a waste of my time going out with someone and pretending to care about what small midwestern town they're from and their interest in becoming a DJ. Full disclosure, if I tell you on our first date that your SoundCloud latest is a total hit, it's probably not. (laughs) I'm usually very honest with people that I already know. I like to call it constructive criticism and I think it builds character. But why be offensive if I know it's already going to sting enough when I ghost you after dinner? Okay, so as much as I love to shit on dating apps, they are the reason I've been busy during these crazy COVID times. Don't worry, I've made every single person get tested, which honestly feels amazing because you're like, you know, they really wanna go out with me. And like, I can't say that I blame them, you know? (laughs) I know I kind of took you for a loop there and you're probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? But trust me, I've met interesting people on there. And I'll get to that at some point. But first, let's set the scene for the most LA thing ever. A dating app for people in the quote-unquote industry. Raya. (laughs) I mean, it's said to be this exclusive app that you need a referral to get into. You know, lots of C-listers on there. And hey, even I managed to get in there. So that's a little telling. Let me just say it's not just available here in LA. I just don't know how easily accessible it is in other states probably new york it's a bigger thing there um but if you live here and you're not on it what are you doing if you need that friend pass let me know i got you but anyway huge egos Sde, if you know what i mean here's my problem with it big names always assume people are trying to date them for the clout somewhat understandable i'll be honest i've liked some famous people on there just to see if they'd match me because big ego boost right there when they have Should I talk to my therapist about this need for validation from celebrities? Probably. But I actually wouldn't ever go on a date with these people if I didn't find them attractive or think that we'd match in terms of personality. But going on the app itself can be a lot of fun. You call it toxicity. I call it entertainment. To be honest, I always see the same people over and over again. And I just think these people can't seem to find the one because they're so in their heads about whether these girls are in it for the right reasons or not. And they won't give a chance to peasants like me. (laughs) Relatable. Dating in LA is so hard because everyone's an aspiring something. And as much as I want to support your dreams, I don't want to waste my time with someone who's not even talented and will never make it in life. Listen, I'm not looking for someone who's rich because I know I'll make my own millions, especially if you subscribe to this podcast, hello. And my tolerance level is so low, I'm really not willing to put up with someone else just for status or be known as X, Y, or Z's girlfriend. But I also don't want to date a fucking loser. So can I blame some of these men for not taking a chance on me? Absolutely not. But do I want to date someone who posts their cringe audition self-tapes on Instagram? Would rather die. Okay, side note. Don't you think it's kind of bad juju to tell people that you're trying out for something? I feel like there's bad people out there that don't want the best for you anyway that are gonna send all the bad vibes even if you are extremely talented. But unfortunately, those of you posting your self-tapes are usually not good. Sounds rude, but I say it with love. Just letting you know because I want you guys to feel like I am your friend. And sometimes I see these and I'm like, do these people not have friends looking out for them, telling them they need to take that shit down? That's why I'm here, you're welcome. <laughs> so where does that leave me? You might take Carolina, there are other successful people in LA that have nothing to do with the entertainment industry, but are there? Like, where are they? Send me my way, send me IG profiles, like help a girl out. <laughs> and don't send me the ones whose profiles say they're entrepreneurs. They never are. That just means they don't have a job they're proud of. While we are on this subject, let me just introduce a little segment I like to call Carolina Complains, where I bitch about <laughs> just about everything. There's this huge misconception of fame equaling money or success. And I have noticed that specifically on Raya. You see all these people that are verified. They have the thousands and thousands and thousands or maybe millions of followers. And then you talk to them and all they can say is how they just hope they're not being used for their money, their clout, blah, 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 blah. But you look at their dating profile and all you see are pictures of their private jets, their fancy cars, their nice houses. And you're like... What? Oh, and also let me just add on there. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but a lot of those private jet pictures are fake. There are these studios in LA that people actually pay money to go into to pretend that they are on a private jet. So this is where people get so contradicting because they claim one thing and they want to pretend that they have all this money and they're just very humble and they don't want to be used for it, but they're posting it all online. And guess what? It's all fake. I just have this thing, entanglement, I guess you could call it with this guy that had like 100,000 followers. He's verified. He was on some show. And he had pictures all over his Instagram with this nice ass Porsche in front of like the palm trees, probably on like Doheny or something like that. The most basic LA picture you will ever see. And then I meet him in person and he drives a Toyota. No shame in that game, but I'm like, did the car come from of course i didn't ask about the picture because that's awkward but he tries to tell me like oh i have this toyota because i want to show up to my first ever grammys in my toyota like pretending to be so humble and i'm like that would be cute if you were actually rich and humble that would be amazing but you're posing on your social media with this nice car that's not even yours which is just embarrassing If you've ever been walking around Rodeo Drive and you've seen all the tourists stopping to take pictures with the fancy cars parked outside, that is what I imagine this man doing with his friends. Like, just walking around LA, like, hey bro, found a car. Can you take a picture of me in front of it? (laughs) So pathetic. So cringe. To make matters worse, he would always wear all of these Gucci, like, shoes. He had a Gucci wallet. He would always post all of his Gucci stuff on his stories and posts. And would always be talking about his Gucci apparel. (laughs) You guys, fast forward to like a year later, I'm talking to one of my good friends and she tells me that she knows this guy personally and that they used to work at Gucci together as in retail. Again, no shame in that. I've worked retail. It's just the fact that people think that they can get away with this and they think that they look so nice and humble for not caring about money but it's like you're the one really making it a big deal because I don't care what you have or what you don't have but stop pretending (laughs) best part of the story is he blocked me on social media when I called him out jokingly about over editing his pictures I mean you would not even recognize the guy in person I also love how this is the same type of guy that will always find a way of talking about his work in any conversation for you to ask questions they're like what are you doing and I'm like just sitting at home and they're like, cool, I'm just at the studio. I'm dropping a song on Friday. I'm like, I didn't ask you, but thank you. (laughs) And then we'll bring up their fans and you're like, what fans? We all know your followers are fake. We see the engagement. I feel like I need to interrupt this to let you guys know something that my roommate told me. She's an influencer. So people who have a legit following should have at least 10% of their following in likes. So if you have, oh my God, I'm really bad at math. Hold on. If you have 100,000 followers, you should have at least 10,000 likes on average per post. Of course, some are going to do better, some are going to do worse. But keep that in mind because I see all these people that have like 300k and then it's like 300 likes. And I'm like doing the math in my head and like carry the three and just, uh, just no, it, it doesn't add up. I feel like I may have screwed a lot of you guys over listening, thinking everyone knows your secret now. But the thing is, we all have this whole time. And I think it's only fair for you to know that we know you know? (laughs) But yeah, that's LA for you. I'm doing it for the gram. And it really just makes me realize that these people that are so full of themselves are also simultaneously so insecure. Like they think that the nice things define them and it's just so ridiculous that they value themselves based on the material things, it's amazing to me how they can play the victim card and say like, I just think people use me for my fame and my money. And it's like, what money? You spent it all on your fake followers. (laughs) And what fame are we talking about here? What? (laughs) I'm sorry for calling you out, but it's just like, you're all doing it wrong here, man. Living here means I have personally experienced being at dinner with people and then rearranging the entire table just to make sure that casually in the back of their food pick you see their nice wallet or purse trust me it wasn't casual and it wasn't just sitting there i just gave myself a major headache from rolling my eyes so hard (laughs) i also can't even tell you the amount of times i've had one of these influencer boys offer different options for dinner and then they always have to name like either nobu or catch or something ridiculously expensive and then another option and always end up doing the other option the cheaper option I will never be the girl to be like, yeah, let's go to catch because I'm like, what if I hate you? I'm going to feel bad that I took you up on that half-assed invite when I know you really wanted to go to the other one. That's fine. But it's like, why are you pretending that that's even an option for you right now? Because if you go as often as you say you do, why wouldn't you go tonight? As I'm saying this, I'm realizing maybe I'm just so full of myself that I've never thought about the possibility that they're just not even that interested in me and they don't want to spend that kind of money on me specifically. I mean, who am I kidding? That's not even an option. (laughs) Uh, This is all so depressing. If everything I've just said doesn't tell you why I hate everyone, (laughs) I don't know how else to explain it to you. When I was in the talks with, I guess, my boss about this podcast, he was like, my main concern is that you actually fall in love and then the podcast ends. (laughs) And I'm like... You know what, I really don't think that's gonna happen because one, I'm annoying as fuck and who would ever put up with me? But also two, I could never put up with anyone here. Like, I hate everyone. Okay, I think I've talked just enough shit about this city and dating here for one episode. Um, In the coming weeks, I'll be having some of my good friends on the show to talk about their experiences. You would think some of their stories are so unbelievable, they must be made up, but I promise they're not. It gets freaky in this city. If you like this episode, or even if you absolutely hated it and just want to be a nice person, please, please, please subscribe to this podcast. Give me a five-star rating and a review about how amazing I am and the quality content that I bring you guys. Make sure to follow me on social media at It's Carolina Sofia. I'll see you guys next week. Bye! Was that awful? <laughs> Shit.